In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. Let's go, it's the Monday. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Oh, that was a little loud, everybody. I was trying to wake you up on this beautiful Monday morning. Let's share, share, share while we can. Got a great show lined up. Live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real sense of how rare a suspension like this is. I'm thinking back to 2017, Governor Rick Scott, a state attorney in Orlando, said she would not seek the death penalty, but she wasn't suspended. What's changed now that's made for this move that you now face? Well, it's a great question. What's changed is that the governor's changed. You know, policy differences aside, we've had governors who have respected the rule of law, and now we have one who clearly doesn't. I mean, he is stepping on the rights of the voters of Hillsborough County. This is blatantly unconstitutional in violation of Florida statute. He doesn't have the authority to suspend me just because he wants to, especially when he's focused on things that I haven't even done yet. The bottom line is that the people elected me to serve in this position, and I'm going to continue doing it to keep our neighborhood safe. Ron DeSantis doesn't have the authority to suspend me. And I'm going to keep doing my job because he doesn't have the authority to suspend me. Talk about denial that Andrew Warren is living in. Yes, we talked about this last week, ladies and gentlemen, where Ron DeSantis decided he was going to uh, suspend, effective immediately, the state's attorney, who decided he was not going to, uh, he was not going to crack down on CRT. He was not going to crack down on all of the uh, on all the woke crap that was going on um, in the state of Florida. And he's and then he went on CBS to say he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have the uh, authority to suspend me, and I'm going to keep doing my job from where, numbnuts. Your office is currently occupied by the person who you who replaced you. It's currently occupied by the person who replaced you. What are you going to do? Work from home and have zero authority? Work from home and have nobody listen to what you have to say? Warren argued that DeSantis' abortion ban is unconstitutional. The government, the governor's abortion ban is unconstitutional, so I'm the only one upholding the law here, he said, and I'm not going anywhere. Well, anyway, Ron DeSantis' spokeswoman came out, Christina Pushaw, and she said he literally can't. There is a new acting state's attorney in his former, former office. This is delusional. I don't know where he thinks he's going to do the job from. I don't think, who he, I don't think he knows that there's n- literally nobody who's going to listen to what he has to say. He has zero power. I guess he'll continue to do the job from home via Zoom meetings with other liberal morons inside the office 
who still want to cling to the idea that he's in charge, but he's not. There's literally somebody occupying and working in his office. So don't know where he thinks he's going to get that. But anyway, that was uh, I wanted to start the show out today with a little callback to last week. Uh, the Rumble page is different no donations bag or rumble button well you might have to refresh or sign or sign out and sign back in because the rumble bag is right there on my feed some people were logged out last week and they did updates uh maybe you have to uh reset your cookies and your cash i'm not sure but if it's not there then that's probably why try changing the browser not all work with rumble said savvy granny well there you go there you go um Bag is there for me. So, yeah, try, try changing your browser. Maybe uh, if you use Google, Google probably does not want Rumble. Um, you know, Google probably doesn't want Rumble uh, taking over YouTube someday. So they're going to do everything they can to keep us down and keep you from donating. For all those who do donate today on Rumble Rants, I want to say thank you very much. And half of what we get today is going to go to June Klein. Now, we haven't done a a Slurp Fund recipient in about a week and a half or two uh, because we've been trying to basically replenish the Slurp Fund. So we are going to do 50% of what we get today uh, is going to go to June Klein. I want to read this message to you. We're a little late on this. She did this in June, but we have a lot of uh, recipients, so it takes a while. Uh, Dear Jeremy, I'm a longtime follower since the backyard days. I'm a monthly donor because I really love this show. I am a caregiver for my brother who had a stroke when he was in his mid-40s. He was left paralyzed and unable to communicate. The family would have put him in a home and left him. I could not or would not let that happen. I took over and have been taking care of him. However, my wheelchair van is in need of some major repairs. This is my only transportation for him. Estimate for repairs are going around $3,000, which I don't have. I would greatly appreciate a little help. I am, I am praying on this one, and God bless you and the LFA family. Thank you and love you all very much. Again, that's June Klein. Let me just tell you, we are donating $300 today to June Klein from the Slurp Fund. And like I said, unless you specify otherwise in the rant itself, uh, half of your Rumble rants today will go towards June and helping her repairs with her van as she tries to take care of her family members. So just wanted to get that out there. Also, update on some CDs. Some people did not receive their CDs that were sent out almost a month ago. Almost a month ago. And that is not our fault. That is the fault of the Postal Service. They keep saying that they've been delivered or that they're still in the, in the post office here in New Hampshire. That is not true. So my wife came in today, and uh, she's a little under the weather. and So am I a little bit, as you could probably hear. And she came in today and resent those CDs back out. So if you have not gotten a CD, that is why. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much. It is Monday, and we love our Monday shows. God bless each and every one of you. It is August 8th. Year of our Lord, 2020, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting very, very energetically from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to do this show with you every single day. We've got about 3,000 people watching on Rumble. If we could uh, share that Rumble link out, I would appreciate that. And, of course, over on Getter, we... um, are we not live on Getter? Hold on a second. We should be live on Getter. There we go. We got about 400 people watching over on Getter. So uh, if you guys could all repost and share and do me that honor, I would greatly appreciate it. All the links uh, are in the description on Rumble to all of our sponsors. If you want to go to each and any, any one of our sponsors, you can click the link in the Rumble page and it will take you right there. Uh, Murray from Murray and Diane from East Texas. Jeremy, it's my birthday today. Murray from East Texas. Well, Murray, here we go. And please uh, have a little patience with my voice today. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Murray. Happy birthday. To you, 29 years old today, ladies and gentlemen, or at least that's what we're going to say it is. Uh, let's get right to the Lord, folks. It is nine minutes past the hour, so let's go to the Lord now. And I thought this morning's newsletter was great. I titled it, The Difference Between Belief and Faith. 
there is a very big difference between faith and belief. So let's get into that. I said, hello and happy Monday. Do me a favor today, right now, everybody who's watching, you ready? If you like this show, I'm not going to ask you to share. I've already asked you that. Just smile. Just show me those pearly whites. And if you don't have pearly whites, then show me those dimples. Show me a smile. I just want you to look to the heavens and smile from ear to ear right now that we're all here right now together, thousands of us together. What a blessing. It's going to be a great week this week. We have Carrie Lake coming on. We have Jaron Jackson coming on. We have Doug Mastriano hopefully coming on and more guests scheduled for this week. And we're also getting very close to September and LFA TV will officially launch all day programming here on Getter and on Roku and Firestick and Rumble as I mean uh, here on Rumble, Getter, Firestick and Roku. We have three to four hours maybe to first start and then we'll escalate from there. But it's going to be good for you uh, to be uh, introduced to these folks and you'll be very pleased with the shows. Currently, we are hovering around 60 percent of our online monthly recurring contributors. And if you count in the mail-in checks that we get, we're overall about 70 to 75% of where we need to be. So let's thank God in heaven that we've been able to make have some great patriotic sponsors to the show to help fill in the gap where we need them and to all of you. First of the day today, again, what's the difference between belief and, and faith? Well, Proverbs, if you've got your Bible with you, Proverbs 20, 24 gives us a little glimpse. A man's steps are from the Lord. How, can, how then can man understand his way? If everything that we do and every step we take is the Lord's path, then how is man to understand his way? Well, that's the difference between faith and belief. So many people think they have faith, but what they really have is belief. There's a major difference between the two, so let's break it down. Let's compare it to a game of football. This might be a good analogy. When you have a team, you have have specific plays and strategies that you use in order to capitalize on the other team's weaknesses so that you can become victorious, right? Well, so let's take it from a running back's point of view. A quarterback calls the play, okay? The running back is going to get the ball. Now, he knows and he believes what is supposed to happen. But he needs to believe in his players as well to get the job done. So now he has, he, ha- he has the belief. He has the strategy. He knows where he's supposed to go. But now he has to have faith that God will show him the path through all those players. Belief that the players will do their job is one thing. But after that, faith that God will show him the path is another thing. Belief in something doesn't show your faith. Even demons believe in Jesus. Even the devil believes in Jesus. Putting your faith in him means that you give him your whole life, your existence, your problems, your thoughts, your stress, your anxiety, your joy, literally everything you put in him. With the Holy Spirit as your guide, the football play, and Jesus wrapping you in the armor of God, the protective equipment, and God Almighty showing you the open door, nothing can stop you. Nothing can discourage you and nothing can persuade you or change your course. That is the difference. Believing in something does not mean you have faith in it. Put your faith in Jesus today. Don't just believe in him. Your whole life will change. And in his holy name we pray. Amen. Big difference between belief and faith. Thank you to all the Rumble donors. God bless you all. We've got about 3,400 people. Let's keep it going, folks. Our goal is 5K as we say. The Lord's Prayer together. Please remove your hats on this massively hot day across the United States of America. And let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I have sound and no screen problems on Rumble here. Okay. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, again, when next time somebody says to you, hey, do you believe in God? Say, no, I don't just believe in God. I have faith in God. There's a difference between belief and faith, and I don't just believe in God. I have faith in God. 
God. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. Let's start our first and foremost section of the day. By now, you should already have been rumbled. We have 3,400 people in here. That means that everybody should be signed in so they can chat in the live chat and so they can rumble the video. I would appreciate that very much. Please lift your cups up and let's have our first slurp of the day. The Senate this weekend just voted for what they are now calling the Inflation Reduction Act. It's really just a crock of you-know-what. It is crap. It is not the Inflation Reduction Act. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Build Back Better or Broke Back Busted bill rebranded to have a different name. That's all it is. And the tie and the tie-breaking vote was done by the cackling jackal herself, Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this was BBB rebranded to fool people into believing that the Dems are going to fix and get a handle on the problem of inflation that they created to begin with. And how are they going to do this? By weaponizing the IRS. For months, we've been talking about the IRS and how much money they were going to be, or I mean, how much uh, ammo they were buying up. And everybody thought, well, why is the IRS buying up all this ammo? Why is the IRS need millions of rounds of ammunition? And why does the IRS need guns? Well, ladies and gentlemen, now we know because they, through this bill, they weaponized the IRS. The IRS will now hire about 90 thousand IRS agents and you got to ask yourself why why would they be weaponizing the IRS when they could weaponize somebody that actually has real legit like legitimate law enforcement control over you because it's not about that it's not about that it's about coming after money small businesses like this one if they get their way life from America will not be able to operate and they're doing this across the board to small businesses ladies and gentlemen they're doing this across the, smord, the, the board to small businesses. They are literally weaponizing the IRS to come after every single dollar of the middle class so they can wipe out the middle class and bring in Marxism and communism. The only way you win in bringing in Marxism and communism is if you wipe out the middle class. That's exactly what they're trying to do here. That's why they've given them the ammo. That's why they've given them the guns. And that's why this bill will go to create 87,000 new IRS jobs. They are literally going to destroy the middle class, convert the wealth, and move on. Rinse and repeat, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to play you a video, if I could, that uh, Ted Cruz did for Fox News the other day. And I thought what Ted said here was actually right on cue. That's why we're playing it. Let's go to this video now. So I just ran over from the Senate floor to join you for, for this discussion. But the Democrats are on the verge of ramming through what, what really is a terrible bill. This, this bill will hammer manufacturing. It will kill manufacturing jobs in this country. It will hammer small businesses. This bill will drive up gas prices. It, it has billions in new taxes on U.S. oil and gas production. We introduced amendments trying to take those new taxes out. So all the Democrats say they're worried and want to low ga lower gas prices. They all just voted to raise gas taxes and to raise your price at the pump. This bill creates 87,000 new IRS agents. It doubles the size of the IRS. Those IRS agents are designed to come after you. They're not designed to come after the billionaires and the big corporations. They're designed to come after small businesses and, and working families across this country. The Democrats are making the IRS bigger than the Pentagon, plus the Department of State, plus the FBI, plus the Border Patrol combined. Did you hear that? The IRS is going to be bigger. This is wow. a massive power grab. And I got to say, it's amazing, Maria, watching these Democrats amendment after amendment, common sense amendments, they vote against. I introduced an amendment to say, don't create 87,000 new IRS agents. Every Democrat voted no. I just introduced an amendment to say that Joe Biden and the federal government should not be able to sell oil from our strategic petroleum reserve to the Chinese communists. Biden sold over two million barrels of oil to the Chinese communists. Mm. Every Democrat but four voted no. They are bound and determined to try to ram this terrible bill through.
Listen to this. I, I want to get here. your take on a so-called wraparound amendment. I know that there were also amendments to try to get the Democrats to acknowledge that there is a wide open border. Will any of those amendments stick? And what about a wraparound amendment at the end of the day that deletes all the other amendments that you would try to get through? Well, right now, it, it may be that the Democrats don't even need to force through a wraparound amendment because they've managed to keep their side. They've kept party discipline where, where all of even the supposed moderates have been willing to vote against common sense bills. For example, as I said, every single Democrat, all of them voted to increase gas taxes. So the next time you see a Mark Kelly uh, in Arizona or Raphael Warnock in Georgia or a Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire or, or, or a Michael Bennett in Colorado or Catherine Cortez Masto in Nevada say, hey, we want gas prices to be lower. You know they are lying because they stood up and voted, raise the gas taxes, stick it to the producers, make our consumers pay more at the pump. That's the end result they want, and, and their voting record proves it. So, first of all, Maggie Hassan, here in New Hampshire, you're a scumbag piece of crap. And we're going to do everything we can to get Don Boldick over the margin so that he can wipe your communist butt off the map when it comes to politics here in New Hampshire. You're a piece of crap. You're a liar. You're a loser. Now, there are other pieces of craps and liars and losers in our Republican Party as well. Lindsey Graham is one of them. I don't need to tell you that. You know how much of a loser Lindsey Graham is. You know how much of a scumbag this guy is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take you to a video right now. Give me a second here. I want to bring you to a video of uh, Lindsey Graham on CNN with Senator Blumenthal from Connecticut, who's also a piece of crap and a loser. I want to take you to this video where Blumenthal is saying, we're not coming after middle, small, and small businesses in the middle class. All of this is going to be basically by us targeting rich people, which is just as bad. By the way, which is just as bad. But that's not why I want to show you this video. We pull this video up. The reason why I want to show you this video of Senator Blumenthal and, and Lindsey Graham together is watch Lindsey Graham smiling while Senator Blumenthal is talking about this bill and how they're going to fund it. Watch Lindsey Graham smile here. This makes me sick. I can't stand this guy. I just can't stand this guy. Check this out. I think the IRS is going to target the highest income Americans, as look at uh, the saying goes. That's where the money is. That's where they're going to look to collect. The idea that there's going to be this army of IRS agents defending, descending on the average American is just preposterous. Did you see him smiling? Did you see him sitting there smiling while he was saying that? Not, not, uh, not correcting him? Here's the funny thing about that. Just hours before that, Lindsey Graham was on um, Fox News saying, warns that the legislation under the guise of inflation is fraud and a lie. Is fraud and a lie. Do we have that? I think we have that audio soundbite. Do we have that? Let's listen to this flimsy Lindsey real quick. All right, the oh, no, it's the whole thing. I don't want to listen to the whole thing. Okay, we're not going to listen to that. Long story short, he was on Fox News talking about how it was, it was deception, fraud, and a lie, but then goes on CNN, doesn't say a word while Blumenthal's sitting there lying through his liberal teeth and just sits there and smiles like a, like a dork, like a wussy. That, to me, ladies and gentlemen, needs to be called out. That guy is such a loser. Lindsey Graham is such a loser. Now, if you remember two years ago, these Democrats and these rhino Republicans who shut everything down and destroyed our lives and we let them do it like cowards, which will never happen again, I might add. If you remember just two years ago, Chuck Schumer, Lindsey Graham, Blumenthal, all of them were talking about the economists of the, of the United States, the, the, the United States economists and how, how every major economist believes that we need to do this. Every major economist believes that we need to do that. Every major economist says that Trump is bad. This is that. They all praised all these economists. Here's what Chuck Schumer had to say about these same economists that they prayed, praised two years ago about being so smart. Here's what he had to say when he was called out about it. Large percentages of Republicans out in the country support this bill and its provisions. It's not, under, it's not hard to understand why Americans feel this way. Democrats are delivering for them. We're prioritizing the middle class, working families, those <laughs> struggling to get to the middle class. Yeah, right. Instead of what Republicans do, prioritize those at the very top. 
now Republicans are scraping the bottom of the barrel for justification to oppose this bill. First, they said it would increase inflation. That was debunked by expert after expert. Oh, that wasn't then the they said Hold on, it this would is just him rambling about Republicans. Hold on. This is the clip right here. This is the one I wanted you to hear. Sorry, folks. I do agree upon this vote letters to Congress saying that the Inflation Reduction Act would actually add to inflation. Ken Wharton's budget model said the same thing. If there's a chance that these people are right, is now the right time to do this considering how high... They're wrong. They're wrong. He just says they're wrong. They're wrong. That's it. They're wrong. 230 economists, folks. They're wrong. They're wrong. How are they wrong? How are they wrong? Why weren't they wrong two years ago when they locked down the economy and said we had to do this? Why weren't they wrong when you were praising them when Joe Biden was trying to get his BBB bill passed and then just rebranded it something different to sell it? Why weren't they wrong then? Why are they wrong now, Chuck? So, look, I'm preaching to the choir here when I tell you guys this stuff. I am. I'm preaching to the choir. But there's a lot of people who, who watch these shows that don't watch the show. And there's a lot of people in the, in the middle who watch this show that don't regularly watch the show. So really, I know you guys understand all this. I'm just trying to bring you the news of what's going on. But the people that don't understand this and don't watch this, they need to be informed. And that's why we do this. Now there's good news. There's good news out of all of this. Are you ready for this? There's actually two pieces. This is, this is a two-front part here of good news. Number one, we're going to undo every bit of this very soon, okay? Once November comes, they're not going to get another bill passed. And we know this because we have the blueprint to winning. All you have to do is look at Virginia for proof. We won when we weren't supposed to. Why? Because we did the right things and we were proactive rather than reactive. And we showed up in numbers and they had no chance. We just repeated the same thing in Arizona, but a little bit of a different way. And we overwhelmed the cheating, and they didn't think it was going to be possible. We have the blueprint for success. That's the good news. Okay? We're winning in states that were stolen from us just a year and a half ago, two years ago. That's the good news. The other good news is, is when we do win, which we are, there's no question about that, all of this crap isn't going to go through. All of this isn't going to go through. And those 87,000 IRS agents that they're going to try to hurry up and try to hire as quick as they possibly can, they'll be fired before their first job. They will be fired before their first assignment. The Democrats are going to do whatever they can do in hopes that they'll be able to keep it. You don't expect them to do anything different. You don't expect them to put forth good bills. You don't expect them to put forth common sense approaches to fixing a country's economy. They're not trying to fix our economy, though, you guys. They're trying to destroy it on purpose. And you don't have to be smart to know that. You just have to understand what they're doing is destroying our economy. And once you figure that out, you realize, wow, they're doing this on purpose. But it's okay. It's all going to be undone. Every bit of this is going to be undone. And you don't have to take my word for it. Trump says it himself, in 30 minutes, I'll, I'll undo everything they did. And it's not just going to be waiting for Trump to do it. 2022 is going to be a phenomenal year when it comes to these primaries. Will there be states that we don't pull out? Yes, but it doesn't matter. We're going to pull out what we need to take over the Senate and take over the House. And this crap is going to start getting undone with that. So there is good news in everything. Speaking of good news, I've got a great video here of Beto O'Rourke, a.k.a. Robert Francis, a.k.a. Beta Male O'Dork, being chased. Jeremy, I'm going to have to borrow some of your faith on this one. You got it, Rosebud. You got it. It's all you. Take some of my faith. God isn't winning. He's already won. We already know the outcome. We, you and I just have to fight through the trenches daily to get there. And if we don't, then the outcome doesn't, isn't the same. But as long as you do your job and I continue to keep doing my job, have we not won? Have the majority of what's been going on in the last two years, have we not won? That's what you have to ask yourself. You have to look yourself very honestly in the mirror and say, have we won more than we've lost? Now, everybody thought this country would be completely gone by now. I said, the, I said back on November 4th, if you remember, this is a good test for all those out there that watch this show, that have watched this show for a very long time. Do you remember me telling you that the United States was too strong and it would not, four years of a Biden administration with a Marxist uh, puppets behind him would not destroy this country? I told you the country was way too powerful and too strong for that. It was, now, they're chipping away at it, but it's all going bye-bye. 
everything they did in this illegitimacy is going bye-bye. Mark my words on that one. The blueprint is only for primaries, Jeremy. Doesn't matter. The blueprint exists. They wanted to primary out Trump supporters so Trump supporters, or I mean Trump candidates, would not face their picks in the general election. Why do you think that they tried so hard? Why do you think they spent collectively over $50 million to get rid of Trump primary candidates? If primaries aren't that big of a deal, who cares? Why would they spend the money? Why wouldn't they just spend the money on the general election? You have to see the forest for the trees here, folks. They wouldn't spend the better part of $100 million in time and money and energy just to primary people out if they weren't scared of them in the general. The blueprint is the same. The blueprint exists no matter what. And we're just going to overwhelm the system and we're going to have lawyers on the ground and boots on the ground. They would not have spent $50 million of cash and even another $20 million in time and energy had they not been afraid of what's coming in the general. It's really that simple. Now, let's talk about Beto O'Dork here, Robert Francis, the Beto male of the world. He got chased out of a Texas event, a Texas venue. There was a bunch of Abbott supporters there. I I believe that there was a rally there for Abbott or Abbott was there. I'm not quite sure exactly uh, Beto's reason for being there. But anywhere he can go and get some cameras on him, that's what he does. He's, he's He's a clout chaser. That's what he does. He's a clout chaser. Well, what I loved about this is Texans actually chased him away. Now, I'm going to say viewer discretion is advised. In the background, you're going to hear Kid Rock playing, and you're going to hear some swearing. So if there's kids in the room, just, say, just let them know, hey, there's going to be some swearing in this video, so put some earmuffs on or leave the room. Uh, check this out, ladies and gentlemen. This is an incredible video of Texas Republicans chasing out Beto O'Rourke and getting him out of their venue. <laughs> Here's Beto right here. Beta male O'Rourke chased out of an event where he went to try to get a little bit of likes and some views and maybe some airtime. Maybe some cameras would capture him and his stupid face would make it across social media, making himself look like a moron. But Beto understands something that most people do not. And that is this. All press is good press, especially when you're running with the Democratic machine behind you. All press is good press because what happens is the Young Turks and other liberal sites like Now This and all these other morons, what they do is they take this footage and they say, look how courageous Beto O'Rourke is. Look how courageous he is. Going into the belly of the beast, they'll say. So long story short, ladies and gentlemen, Beto O'Rourke, for all of his ignorance, does understand that all press is good press and Donald Trump taught us that. But this was in Rockdale, Texas, if anybody lives near Rockdale, Texas. Beto O'Rourke at an event at the K Theater in Rockdale, Texas on Saturday night. There were more anti-Beto Republicans. Okay, so this is what it was. That's what it was. It was his event. I had misread it first. I thought it was just an event. It was actually his event. And there were more anti-Beto Republicans across the street from the venue than there were inside the K Theater. So the venue across the street obviously was Republicans, and they were doing something with Abbott. Beto had his own event. See, that's how little, that's how little it, anybody even knew about that. I read the story twice, and I didn't even realize that he was holding his own event. When he left the theater in Rockdale, Beto was chased away by Greg Abbott supporters with signs. The liberal media and Beto campaign reported on the surprise attendance to hear Beto talk. Of course, they did not report that there were just as many, if not more, Abbott supporters protesting Beto O'Rourke outside the venue. Kid Rock played in the background. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, all we have to do is continue to show up in numbers and uh, 
outvote the fraud and, and crash these people's events, and they'll never get any traction whatsoever outside of mainstream media. They'll never get any traction. Uh, Tori says, can we say Beto got his butt beat? Um, Beto isn't even his name. Yeah, Robert Francis, right? That's his real name. Sounds to me like those who cannot sing use mostly swear words. Well, that's true. That's true. They do, comp- they do compensate for something, don't they? Let's go over to Getter real quick. Um, Carol the Cowgirl says, Butto O'Dork. Monkeypox Beto says Keith Day. Wish some of his lyrics were kiddo-friendly, but kid rock is awesome. I agree with that as well. Um, just want, I'm just looking through this Getter chat. Jeremy, if you, live, if you live in New Hampshire, vote for Jeremy Harrell. Oh, if you live in New Hampshire, vote for Jeremy Harrell. Thank you very much. There were more Abbott supporters. Amen. Amen. And that's what we got to keep doing, folks. Overwhelm them at the rallies. Overwhelm them at their events. Overwhelm them at the polls. That is exactly what we got to do. And they were not ready for that kind of a... Uh, they were not ready for that kind of a unification of the Republican Party. I can tell you that. They were not ready. We got them. And we know the blueprint. And we're going to get them in November, too. Because we're building on that blueprint. Beto just got $1 million from Soros. What a scumbag. What a scumbag. Denise says, I don't care for Kid Rock's music, but he is a great patriot. Amen. We don't have to agree with everybody. We just have to have the same end game. Amen. All right, folks, I do want to give some love right now to those same people I was talking about earlier today, and that is our sponsors. First one we're going to highlight today is AMAC, folks. I'm telling you right now, we did it. You guys should do it too. I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't do with your money. I guess I am just telling you, uh, informing you on good ways to be around good people. Look at the LFA family. Can you imagine yourself without the LFA family every day? Can you imagine your routine changing? Well, the same thing happens when you join an even bigger group of patriots like AMAC. They are not the liberal, woke, Marxist AARP. There's no restrictions on age. If you want to be part of this massive, massive unification of conservative, God-fearing, red, white, and blue-blooded American patriotic people, well, then join AMAC today because AMAC believes in and stands for the, uh, the values that made America great to begin with. They believe in the sanctity of our Constitution. They are fighting for the good fight against reckless government, overspending, and the size of government altogether. They're pro-life, pro-small business. They believe in securing our borders, support our military and our first responders and our veterans. And they stand for that good old red, white, and blue behind me. And they kneel before God. Make America godly again, ladies and gentlemen, and join AMAC today as this one group of patriots uh, goes across this country and, ha- and, and, and really makes a stand and, and puts our mark on this country again, and we will take it over. So go to amac.us slash LFA today. Also, ladies and gentlemen, another patriotic and veteran-owned business, Pure Talk. If you're looking for a way to get out of your liberal woke contract with Verizon or U.S. Cellular or any of these other scumbag uh, woke businesses that run your cell phone life and charge you $200 a month to have a a, a cell phone, then go to Pure Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Use the promo code Jeremy. Go to ProTalk or Pure Talk, excuse me, PureTalkUSA.com, low costs, same 5G network, patriotic people owned by a veteran and right there in Covington, Georgia. So Pure Talk and AMAC folks, great sponsors to the show, helping out where we need. And I can tell you this, the people that have already used our sponsors to, to, uh, to give them their business, they're happy. Just to ask any of them in here. They're happy. All right, here we go. Let's move on folks. More lawlessness and panic and desperation from the left. Everything, I want to explain something to you before we get into this next show. You guys got to understand something and you got to really, really, really think about this. I told you that they stole the election and they have illegitimacy for the most four years. And in that four years, they were going to do anything they could to destroy the, the, the country as much as they could in that four years. And they knew they only had four years. Now, if they got lucky, they could federalize the election in that four years, which isn't going to happen. If they got lucky, they could figure out ways to cheat, which isn't going to happen. Look at, what we, look at the blows we've already delivered to them while we have no White House, no Senate, and no House of Representatives. And we're delivering blows to them left and right, mainly through the legacy of what is Donald Trump's Supreme Court, okay? And we're going to keep winning. They didn't expect that, but that's not going to stop them. They are full speed ahead to try to destroy this country as much as possible. And I can tell you this, 
them coming out and telling you about the new world order, them coming out and telling you they're coming for your guns, them coming out and telling you they're coming actively for Trump supporters, that is them in panic mode. That is them in desperation mode. They used to hide all this stuff from you. They don't anymore. Why? Because they know you know about it. Because of shows like this. All right? Let's go to Michigan where, they're, where the, the cheating is running so rampant, they're doing everything they can to make sure that, uh, that we don't take Michigan back. Michigan Attorney General, Dana Nessel, in all of her scumbagginess, has weaponized her position and concocts a lawsuit against her political opponent and our Michigan Patriot hero, Matt DiPerno, who has a one-point advantage in the most recent polls. Now, this is from 100% Fed Up, so let's report from them. On July 21st, Vox published a poll showing Republican candidate for Attorney General Matt DiPerno with a one-point advantage against Michigan's lawless Democrat Attorney General Dana Nessel. Okay? So what does Michigan's lawless Attorney General Dana Nessel do to level the playing field? She manufactures a case against Matt DiPerno, a brilliant legal mind who respects the law and weaponizes her uh, her position to smear him. And because Dana Nessel can't make it obvious that she's using her position to, uh, as a tool to harm Matt, she's allegedly shopping for a special prosecutor in Oakland County to do her bidding. Um, her office is attempting to accuse constitutional attorney Matt DiPerno of gaining illegal and unauthorized access to a Michigan voting tabulator, which, by the way, is public knowledge. The investigation in which Nestle falsely attempts to tie t- uh, to DiPerno involves a tabulator that was given by um, Ross Common Clerk to another Michigan attorney to be reviewed after the clerk became suspicious of the 2020 election results. The tabulator was taken to Oakland County, where an examination, if you guys remember this, was allegedly performed and the results were shared with Matt DiPerno, who used the report to bolster his case in Antrim County. On December 14, 2020, Matt DiPerno also shared the results of his forensic audit in Antrim County with 100% fed up. Now, we're not going to revisit that because we all know what happened. But the attorney general's office said that it's also filed requests for an investigation with Attorney Grievance Commission, which has the power to examine allegations of misconduct against lawyers. So you see what she's trying to do here. She's trying to defame and destroy him as a lawyer. The same way they're trying to defame and destroy Alex Jones right now and basically take everything he's ever worked for. We're going to get to that a little later. In the 2018 election, Dana Nessel was so weak as a candidate that she actually ran a TV ad based on the fact that she didn't have a penis as a reason to vote for her. Basically, vote for me. I'm a woman. And just, you know, a couple years later, she and everybody else can't describe for you what a woman is. Scumbags. Disgusting scumbags. Vote for me. I'm a woman. Now, Michigan GOP co-chair Mishon Maddock slammed the lawlessness of Dana Nessel in a response to the link of uh, the Detroit News article posted. Instead of going after actual criminals, Dana Nessel is hell-bent on going after her political opponents. No difference in what Gretchen Whitmer or, or uh, unelected Kathy Hochul does. It's clear we've struck a chord. People can't trust that Matt DiPerno will go back to putting victims first and criminals in jail, unlike what we've seen from Dana Nessel. I agree with every bit of that. So, folks, what we're going to need to do is we are going to need, we're going to get Matt DiPerno on the show. I'm going to reach out to Matt this week. We're going to get Matt DiPerno on the show. We're going to help raise funds for his attorney bill. He's an attorney himself. But, folks, the only way these people are winning anywhere is money. That's why Eric Greitens is not the presumptive nominee, or the nominee, I should say, in Missouri. It's because of money, money, money. Now, we're overcoming the money. We did it in Arizona, but we're not doing it nationwide yet. And we have to overcome the money or fund as much as they are. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do. So we're going we're gonna to work on that, and we're going to work with Matt. But uh, she fears Matt. She knows what Matt's about. She knows what we're about. She's seen what just happened in Arizona, a clean sweep. And I want that to be a lesson for every one of you scumbag, swamp donkey, sewer-dwelling Democrats out there, and you fake illegitimate uh, DOJ, you fake illegitimate White House, you fake illegitimate FBI, you fake illegitimate DOD, and all the rest of you government agencies, alphabet agencies. We're not only coming for all of you who run it, we're coming to shut those agencies down. There should not be an IRS. There should not be an Internal Revenue Service, period. Thank the Democrats for that. We should destroy that agency just as much as we should destroy and rebuild the DOJ and the FBI. And that is an American 
Jeremy Harrell, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, exercising his First Amendment right about you lawless scumbags, and I dare you, I dare you to shut me down because you'll make me a martyr just like you did when you shut me out of cancel culture and the business will do better than it's doing right now. So as Steve Bannon said, suck on that for a while. All right, moving on, we got to talk about monkeypox. As monkeypox doesn't spread across the United States of America and is in no harm to the general public outside of pirating butts, the CDC has put out new guidelines on monkeypox. Are you ready for this one, folks? Oh, you're going to love this. Here's your new guidance from the CDC. I hope you're all paying attention. Ready? Here we go. (sighs) The CDC recommends that... Okay, by the way, I have to say, if there's any kids in the room, you may not want them in the room right now. (laughs) You may not want them in the room right now. All right, I'm just going to give you that uh, disclaimer real quick. The CDC recommends masturbation six feet apart, and sex with clothes on, and virtual sex rooms to reduce the risk of monkeypox. 15 weeks to close your cheeks. (laughs) What a sick story, and what a sick group of people at the CDC. Here we go. The The CDC has issued guidelines instructing the public on how to mitigate the risk of transmitting monkeypox while engaging with a sexual partner. Can we say AIDS 2.0? By the way, I remember a clip where Tony the Rat-Faced Gain-of-Function Scumbag Fauci said that AIDS could be spread by close proximity. He was wrong then, and they're all wrong now. While toting the monkeypox vaccine, the CDC recommends anyone with monkeypox abstain from sex, you think? Quote, vaccination is an important tool, as you can see that everybody gets, you know, COVID with vaccines in preventing the spread of monkeypox. But given the current limited supply of vaccine, consider temporarily changing some behaviors that may increase your risk of being exposed. These temporary changes will help slow the spread of monkeypox until vaccine supply is adequate. The federal agency stated on August 5th guidelines, if you or your partner has monkeypox, the best way to protect yourself and others is to avoid sex of any kind, oral, anal, vaginal, or do not kiss or touch each other's bodies while you are sick, especially any rash. Yeah, I was going to lick it. Do you not, or do not share things like towels, fetish gear, sex toys, and toothbrushes. Wonder if some of those are the same. The CDC goes on to outline various ways to prevent transmission of the virus during sex. Masturbate together at a distance of six feet. Yeah. Hey, stay over there. I'll stay over here. How's that feel? Feel good? Yeah. Without touching each other and without touching any rash, the CDC continues. You know, basic, you know, common sense stuff. Considering having sex with your clothes on, how? How? How how are you supposed to do that? I don't get that. Or covering areas where rash is present. You mean like with a Band-Aid? Disgusting. Reducing as much skin-to-skin contact as possible. If the rash is confined to genital or anus, condoms may help. However, condoms alone are likely not enough to prevent monkeypox. Approximately only 6,617 gay people in the world, or in the United States, I should say, primarily gay and bisexual men, have been diagnosed with monkeypox, according to the CDC. So, if you follow all the CDC guidelines, then we can mitigate and slow the spread of monkeypox. 15 weeks to close your cheeks. And then, of course, Joey Applesauce had to chime in on Twitter. At least he doesn't know he did, but his account did. I remain committed to our monkeypox response. R- ramping up vaccine to push in Tistra. Expanding trusting in educate field. Uh, uh, America's black. Uh, that's why today's uh, public health cinema conference, the CM, declaration of virus and confronting the urgency pattern. You didn't understand that, neither did I. Uh, that was Joey Applesauce giving his uh, Twitter response to all the, uh, you know, monkeypox guidance. Nobody cares. And ladies and gentlemen, we do have a very prestigious award to give away to all the CDC uh, junkies out there and to the morons who believe this crap they're being fed on a daily basis. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. 
dumb, dumb award of the day goes to the CDC and all these monkeypox spreading ignorant morons out there who seem to need, <laughs> who seem to have need guidance on all of that. Anyway, moving on. Here's a disturbing story I've been wanting to talk about. And uh, I, I saw this last week. I saw this Saturday, I think it is. And uh, yeah, it was Saturday I saw this. An 80-year-old woman banned from a community swimming pool for complaining about a cross-dressing man watching little girls undress in a locker room. Now, it's really weird, folks. I don't know. If, do you guys ever watch the show or have you ever seen the show Parks and Rec? If you've never seen the show Parks and Rec, it's a pretty good show. It's a funny show filled with liberal stuff, but it's a pretty good show. But I was watching that last night, and that was the height of the Obama era. And I saw back then liberal um, narrative back then was pushing the empowerment of women. Everything was about Leslie Nope becoming an empowered uh, woman in government, if you guys ever watched that show, okay? And everything was about women empowerment. And just fast forward a few years and look at us now. Look at us now. We are degrading women at an alarming rate. We are degrading women. We are pushing women down. Terrible news today. Not really terrible news, Shan. No, 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 no. Not really terrible news. Really, actually, the beginning show of the show was actually all good news because we saw the panic and the desperation of the Democrats. And this right here is going to get the word out there even more to stop this disgusting cancer as it spreads to vilify our women and destroy women as a whole. It's really odd. But politics is downstream from culture. As the Biden administration and Democrats mainstream gender dysmorphia, the normalization of pedophilia and the public displays of of lewd behavior is becoming rampant across the United States. An 80-year-old woman was banned from using the YMCA community pool after complaining about a man dressed in women's swimsuit watching little girls undress in the locker room of the YMCA in Washington State. The cross-dressing man also reportedly walked around the locker room naked while surrounded by the young girls after swimming at the YMCA's Mountain View pool on July 26th, as she has regularly for 35 years. 80-year-old Julie Jamin headed to the locker room to shower. While bathing, she heard a man's voice. She turned around to find a biological male, that means with a penis, for all you liberals out there watching, can't can't uh, describe what that means. And his name was Clementine Adams, watching the little girls as they were taking off their bathing suits. Jammin then confronted Adams, an employee at the pool. There were gaps in the curtains, and there I was, naked, with soap and water on me. And this guy, right there, very close to me, I asked, do you have a penis? He said, that's none of your business. That's when I told him, get out of here right now. Jammin then asked a female employee, the YMCA's aquatics manager, Rowan DeLuna, Rowan DeLuna, who was standing outside the shower stall to get him out of here. In response, DeLuna lashed out at the 80-year-old woman and tried to have her arrested, saying, you're discriminating and you can't use the pool anymore and I'm calling the police. Now, remember when you could call the police for a man being in a little girl's locker room watching them undress? B.S., Jammin shouted back as the the YMCA staffers attempted to hold her captive in the building. I'm going to the police right now. I want help, and I need it immediately. Later in the day, Jammin received a call from the CEO of the Olympic Peninsula YMCA, Wendy Bart, informing her that she was banned from the pool. Bart said she she was told by YMCA employee that Jammin lashed out at Adams in the locker room, explaining, you're going to stick your thing in those little girls you sicko jammin a mother of two adult daughters insists uh, maintains i'm an 80 year old woman and i do not talk like that my experience i would have said a lot more than that matter of fact i would have ripped him off and i would have ripped it off and beat him to death with it to be honest with you my experience having my swim was hearing a man's voice in the woman's dressing area and seeing a man in a woman's swimsuit watching little girls pull down their bathing suits in order to use the toilets in the dressing room. I reacted by telling him to leave, and the consequence that I, is that I have been banned from the pool. Sick, sick individuals. The YMCA, the city, and the police and the sheriffs, the parents, the professionals who assist victims, uh, peeping toms, pedophilia, and assault need to come together, figure out how to make the new policies work for the pool patrons. 
Um, not just one group, she concluded. How to keep children who are less than able to discriminate, uh, to discriminate safe. It is ironic that women who discriminate when a situation threatens their safety of their children. Folks, we are in an upside-down world. We need to call the YMCA everywhere and say, we do not condone any of this crap. And I tell you right now, if you belong to the YMCA anywhere, I would stop today. I would stop today. This is ridiculous. Like I said, I would have ripped him off. I would have ripped it off and beat him to death with it. Um, let me just see what town this was in again so you guys can call them. Olympic Peninsula YMCA in the state of Washington. Olympic Peninsula YMCA in the state of Washington. It's uh, the town. I think I said it in the story, but let me go back here. Doesn't say the actual town, just says the name of it's Olympic Peninsula YMCA. I'm sure you guys can uh, do a simple search and find out the exact town. There you go. Port Townsend, Washington. Port Townsend, Washington. Oh, we're going to get him now. You know what we do, ladies and gentlemen, here on Live from America. If you're new to the show, what we do on Live from America 5,000 strong is we light them up. That granny should have their jobs and she should be the new CEO. I agree, Cranbrook. I agree. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. We've got, uh, we've got, we got to talk about CNN and then we're going to talk about Alex Jones real quick. CNN actually admitted, actually that little fat potato head Brian Stelter actually admitted on CNN, and I'll tell you why they admitted it, that Hunter Biden's laptop is not only very real, but Hunter Biden's laptop is very, very bad and spells massive problems for the Biden administration and Democrats as we move toward the midterm elections. Let's play this because I couldn't believe my ears when I heard it. What about Hunter? Hunter under federal investigation. Charges could be coming at any time. This is not just a right-wing media story. This is a real problem Mm -hmm. for the Bidens. Mm -hmm. Could he decide not to run for re-election given his son? Look, they they make decisions as a family and um, they will make that decision uh, when it's time, but- Does that guy have helium in his voice, or is he about as uh, queer as a $3 bill? I don't know. Long story short, the guy that was like, well, they make family decisions as a family, and I think they'll make that family decision over time. He's a loser. Not that the guy sitting across from him wasn't a loser either, but uh, definitely try to cover for the Biden administration there, where Brian Stelter said, look, I'm not only going to lose my job, but CNN isn't going to be around very much longer if we don't start telling the truth. Okay, in 2020, Brian Stelter downplayed. If you remember, he downplayed the entire thing. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. He suggested that it might um, that that it wasn't going to hurt resident Biden. It wasn't that big of a deal. Later apologized. And now he's saying it's a real problem. What does that mean? Well, folks, that means they're going to use Hunter Biden and the laptop as a way to get rid of Biden. That's what it means. COVID didn't kill him, which means that COVID is not a national emergency anymore. However, the Biden administration just extended the national COVID emergency through the midterms. He just, let me just say that again. He just extended the COVID emergency through the midterms. Yet it didn't kill his worthless old bag of bones, but so it's not that big of a deal. They're going to use Hunter Biden to get rid of Joe Biden. That's what they're going to do. We need 47 more rumbles to get to a thousand folk. Let's get there quick. They're going to use Hunter Biden as an excuse to get rid of crusty old Joe, and they're going to put Gavin Newsom in for 2024. That's my prediction. We'll see how it goes. Now, I want to get to Alex Jones for a minute because what they've done to Alex Jones over the last week is a blueprint of what they're doing to everybody else and what they're going to do to us. They're coming after us, folks. They're going to shut us down. That's what they're doing. They're coming after me. They're coming after Bannon. They're going after Tucker. They're going after anybody who tells the truth. And what they just did to Steve, uh, to uh, Alex Jones this weekend proves that. They first hit Alex Jones with a $4.5 million lawsuit for his lies on his show. He's now, this is their blueprint now, folks. They admitted this. They admitted we now have the blueprint to shut down conservative talk, and that is destroy their money, destroy their income. All that money you guys pay to keep this show going, they're going to wipe me out. That's their goal. 
They want to wipe me out on Rumble. They want to wipe me out on Getter. They want to wipe me out on Roku, Fire Stick. They want to destroy my, my website. They want to literally crush me. And that is why they're using the IRS. And they're going to start filing on lawsuits against me and everybody else who's got a conservative voice. It is coming. So we need to get ahead of this. Not only did they... Um, did the jury award 4.5 million? They then came back the next day and said 40 million. So now they're going after Alex Jones for over 40 million dollars, almost 50 million dollars. He doesn't have that. So they're going to make him literally work to pay it off. So they sued him for the things that he said, and they're taking money basically from his audience. Now they're going to keep him working like a slave to continue to spread what they call misinformation so they can get paid. You see how that's working? And they're coming after us too. They're coming after us too. And if you watched Bannon this morning, he was on Bannon talking about the whole thing. That is their blueprint. You know what I say? You don't have the blueprint to beat God. I have that blueprint. This business, I'm going to rant for a minute, so get ready. This business, live from America, you couldn't shut it down when you banned me from Facebook. You couldn't shut it down when you banned me from YouTube. I'm specifically speaking to very, very specific people right now looking in the camera, and you know who you are. You know who you are. We've had conversations uh, about who you are before. Couldn't ban, you couldn't stop me when you banned me from Facebook for life, the largest social media platform on planet Earth. You could not stop me when you banned me from YouTube, which was at the time the largest video platform on Earth, quickly taken over by the CCP app TikTok. So I went on there. You banned me from there. Couldn't stop me. You banned me from PayPal, still owe us money, won't respond, couldn't stop me. You banned me from Teespring, a stupid t-shirt company, a third-party t-shirt company, and guess what? Not only do I have basically a whole room warehouse full of clothes, all sizes, to meet everybody's needs, but we also, in doing that, God blessed us so much, he he overflowed our cup so much, that three other conservative t-shirt companies are now thriving because of that, so thank you. You could not shut me down when you wiped me from the existence of social media. The business only grew bigger. Why? Because you can't beat God. That's my blueprint. You can't beat me. You won't stop me. Even if you put a bullet in my head, you won't stop Lie from America. It's too big. It's got a mind of its own. It's growing now. And it's got God blueprint. You can't beat that. My hats literally say you can't beat God. My shirts say so you might as well join him. When are you scumbag cucks going to get it? You can't stop this movement. You will never stop this movement. You can't stop God. And we are going to dance on your graves while we destroy every policy that you ever implemented in your illegitimacy. Can you get that through your thick skulls? Or do I need to say it slower for all of you numbnuts dummies out there? You're not going to stop us. And I know that for sure because you can't beat God. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give the Smarty Award today away to Mr. Alex Jones of InfoWars. Smarty Award of the day here on this August 8th year of our Lord 2022 goes to Mr. Alex Jones. Rush Limbaugh built it. Alex Jones revolutionized it. Steve Bannon owns it. And the rest of us are right there side by side right now. Tip of the spear. Destroying this democratic Marxist communist movement. Can I get an amen and another share, please? All right. I want to play this video for you that circulated social media last week. Of something that Alex Jones said in the courtroom about Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons. Check this out. I thought this was funny. You've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, <laughs> child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? You mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it again. One of the things Let's do it again. you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials 
are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children. Right? You mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? <laughs> you gotta love Alex Jones. You mean like Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? I'm just trying to understand the question. Never say die. No fear attitude. 100 miles an hour. Foot on the throat of Marxists. You can't beat God. You can't stop the movement. You can't beat Trump. And we're coming. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. What a Monday show. God bless you all for being here. Thank you very much. Remember, we have the blueprints. We have God on our side. They're not going to win. They're not going to beat us. They're not going to stop us. They're not going to destroy this country. It's just a setback. They're just a speed bump. Drive over them as fast as you can. Squash them so they never pop up again. Ladies and gentlemen, we are winning. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall. Keep your shoulder back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. We have school sales. We have school sales, ladies and gentlemen, for all the youngsters out there going back to school. Buy one, get 20% off. Check it out. There's a whole bunch of other new stuff there on Live from America. I mean, JeremyHarrell.com as well. New gear. And remember, folks, I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern time for more Live from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that Gospel. See you later, folks. Peace.